Yeah. Fantasy gets so irritating though. Yeah. Well, the one week, like, I looked at it and I was like projected to win by like 20, 30 points. And I ended up losing by like 15. Pretty sure three out of my four wins are because I was projected to lose by 20 or 30 points. And then the other two just screwed the pooch. We don't even have like, we only have like four people in our league. Four? Yeah, it's just like me and three buddies. And so our teams are all pretty good, but then yeah. you get people like Lamar Jackson, who was like supposed to be. You know, Kyler Murray's eighth in the league in rushing right now. I have Kyler Murray on my team. Eighth in the league in rushing. Yeah, he starts for me now because I'm sick of Lamar getting like 13 points. So. Same with Jerry Hill. My team's pretty good. Cameron solid, Smith though. in second place. Final round, is it? Yeah, but. And they're like a third of the way through already. Yeah. They're on seventh. McElroy's on a ninth. Dude, you, top 12 and be invited back next year? You and I would have sent that oh, man. 40, 40 <laughs> feet back I've left. I've I would have been hitting from the fairway again. You had to get top 12 to get invited back. Unless you're top 50 ranked. Oh. So like a top 50 get invited and then the top 12 and then the before. top 12, yeah. Did he lay up on that one? Oh no! Oh, oh no! Bad. Tiger! Tiger! Say no! It. Say it ain't so! It's going in the water. It's moist. Nope. I don't understand how they get backspin on that. Guess what, Tiger? I didn't hit a single ball in the water yesterday. You suck. What better you? I cannot say the same thing because I hit one. You don't know how many he's hit. So That's I true. Hit. I did hit one in the water. You're basically yesterday. the same. You're the same. You're the same. You're the same. You're the same. A little bit better. Allegedly. <laughs> So they say. Did you see the? Uh, did you see any of the stuff from last night in DC? There were no. like stabbings and. You don't see it in there. Fist fight, one stabbing, twenty arrests, clash clashes with Trump supporters in DC turned violent. Oh good God! This country's in shambles. <laughs> it's things are not trending well. <laughs> But the stock market's up, so that's good. Yeah, that. <laughs> Made some money there. Your Under Armour stock's probably looking pretty good. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. The, hopefully there's just a line through the roof out there where you can vomit. Everybody wants Under Armour. I don't know how much that's going to impact your uh, stock, but hey, who knows? Uh, and for those of you listening, Under Armour is, is not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in the we're in talk we're in talk with them right now, and uh, in talks with Body Armor because yeah. they've got delicious. Delicious beverages that keep us hydrated. Yeah. So there's a Bizu restaurant, Decatur, Illinois. Oh, God. Decatur. Smells like dirt. Tastes good, though. Oh, what's this? How do you get here? What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's how he got there. That was the shot before. You're so much better than Tiger Woods. I didn't hit one ball out of the sand yesterday. I pulled it out of the sand and hit it from the grass. Oh, the guy was like, and he's ah, like, fuck this. He's like, this is, I woke up for this. I put on my red shirt for this. <laughs> I wonder what Tiger's, what's Tiger shooting right now? Let's look at a Masters update. It only showed top 12 there. Cleveland's 12. Yeah, clearly Tiger's not there. Well, he, he was, that was his sixth shot on a par four. That he put in the water? He just dunked it, yeah. Oh no! How do you hit it into the water and then end up in the sand? 
What is it today? Hang on. I missed his name somehow. I don't know how I could have missed it. He's one of the bottom. <laughs> Woods. He's three under still, but he's plus two today. Yeah, and right now he's on his. I guess he's hit six, dropped seven, hit eight, hit eight. Don't they give you like a? Do they do, they do a circle double par with the Masters? <laughs> oh, that's not good, Tiger. So he had to hit from the drop zone. Oh. Is it in the sand? No, he teed off. He teed off and it went in the water. Then he dropped. Then he dropped and it went back in the water. He's hit three in the water on a hole on one hole. He lands it on the green and it rolls off into the water. He's on his. Stop it. He's he, on his seventh shot right now. No, he was. He, he's got a drop seven. He was hitting six, I thought. So he should drop seven, hit eight. Oh no! Shambo, five under, two under. Dude, he bounced that thing up on the green, and it was like ten feet from the pin, and then his, it and then it his drive. No, his second. Shot. Oh, his second, yeah. Well, third, I guess technically. Here's Dustin. One in the water. He loves it. Don't even. Looks like not even on the way down yet. He's, looks like you yesterday. It. But see, that's the nice thing is like they don't have to worry about finding a ball. Like they they can just hit it and put their head down because somebody's gonna walk mm -hmm. and find it for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've got to try and look through thousands of leaves. Especially when there's like fans there. So many people you gotta hit it. I'll tell good. you what, that's the Greens good. at Oldham County Country Club were playing a little bit quicker than the yeah. ones at Augusta yeah. National today. Yeah. I like to see you shoot. That guy's shoot, ugly. Shoot eight under at a. Old County Country Club, Cameron Smith. Who's this? Oh, Eam. I thought it was, it was a slow motion. Oh, like my. Pretty. Break the sand. That's where you want to be. That's nice. Ooh. Good hop. See, when I watch golf, it makes me want to go play more golf, and then I go out there and play golf, and I want to go kill everything. Yeah. It's also frustrating. He got a 10 on that hole. He, had 10. he got a 10. That's awesome. That's not good. That's real good bad. Us. We didn't have any 10s yesterday. Like I said, better Oh my words. God. On that hole this week. Par, par, birdie, 10. Par, par, birdie. Uh, that might have just literally taken him into last place. That's awesome. Lost a lot of money. <laughs> he is now plus four on the day. He's plus nine today. Plus nine today? Fuck. That's bad, Tiger. It's tough. Well, could be worse. It could be, be so unfortunate if he eat, if he birdies out. And so you take that hole away and he could have won. Like if he birdies out. If he birdies nine straight holes, he still wouldn't have won. Exactly. But he, if he but if he didn't get a ten on that hole. He still wouldn't have won. He was only three. DJ's at sixteen under. Okay. Well, DJ could have a tough round. He's only got uh, Tiger's only got seven more holes to play. Well, maybe he eagles them all. <laughs> he eagles them all. He hits four. He has seven straight home ones. Still second points. Dude, out. I wonder what that would be. Seven. Well, seven more shots, and he's got. What's he shooting right now? Fuck. Not good. 
He's pen. shooting a two eleven. So if he if he hit hole in ones on the next seven holes, he'd have a two eighteen. He still would be. Well, he would win. <laughs> he had to get seven straight hole in ones. Okay, we believe in you, Tiger. It's Sunday. So you got your red. You got your red shirt on, Tiger. It's ready to go. Five hundred and seventy yards. Did one he ever eagle. wear one eagle? Does he ever wear the the sweater vest anymore? I don't know, honestly. He ain't played on Sundays very much recently. That's true. We're a golf podcast. That's not it. <laughs> you missed it. You gotta be better than that. For those of you that don't know, we're watching the Masters right now. Yeah. So clearly, it's not gonna be exciting for you listening yeah. to us talk about the Masters. But and Cameron Smith is so ugly. I think that's his last name. Yeah. If you get a chance, maybe take a take a Google trip on. I know mustaches, and that, my friend, is not a mustache. But he's got more money in his pocketbook than I do. Yeah, just after this weekend than I will in my (laughs) five years, next five years. Next five paychecks from school. I think they said payouts $11.5 million for what? The purse. Good God. I'm retired. I'm just going to quit and go get a golf and do that. Look at that thing. What is going on? That's not the face you need to make. Yeah, he don't like it either. He don't like it either. Okay. You want to roll into this? Let's do it. All right. Why don't you go ahead and start it off there, big dog. Man, um, we're going to start here. Um, we got the co- I think it's Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. Coach's I think that's corner. the name of the we're going with if you got other ideas. You're bored. You're bored. You Shoot your really ideas. nothing else to do. I can't wait. Uh, if you're our first follower, let us know. <laughs> you, get a, you get a free body armor drink. Free body armor drink. And um, a, uh, once once Body Armor sponsors us, yeah, can... and you get an Under Armour T-shirt once Under Armour sponsors us. Yes, so it could be a while, but yes. or a hand me down. I'll see what I can find in my closet. <laughs> we will uh, <laughs> we will put your name in a hat. Um, little rundown. We're gonna try to do this um, kind of from a distance. Being four hours apart does not help, but but it's doable. It's doable. Definitely doable. Visiting visiting. We're gonna have interviews with coaches, uh, athletes. Uh, teachers, military, entrepreneurs, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be all over the place. Kind of just pick people's <laughs> minds, get some ideas on what makes them successful, what makes them uh, tick, kind of where they draw inspiration from. Uh, just kind of get some mindset for uh, people that you know maybe want to do a little better or succeed a little bit more. So It's really hard to focus my thoughts whenever I'm like, Peeking over at the Masters and watching it going on. I know that's probably probably bad, but that's all right. We're a golf podcast today. Today is Sunday, it is November fifteenth. Um, we are currently in Louisville, Kentucky. Well, you hear I said that Louisville because he's a native. He's been here Louisville. forever. <laughs> Louisville. Uh, we're in Louisville. Louis Louis Louisville. <laughs> uh, it was founded by King Louis from uh. France, France, is that how you say it? France, France, Francais. Francais. No, actually, I have no idea who founded Louisville, but uh, it's funny that like we call it Louisville and y'all call it Louisville. L U V apostrophe L, Louisville, Louisville, or even just L V B apostrophe L. I think it didn't. When I was driving down here, I didn't realize how close it is to the border. Yeah, yeah, it's Red Cross River, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Cool it, little skyline when you drive through, though. Yeah. Indiana's cool, too. There's some cool stuff in Indiana. I've been over there a couple times. Indiana, yeah. 
Um, currently, um, I am the eighth grade boys basketball coach, um, the athletic director, and the PE teacher at Old Kentucky Home Middle School in Bardstown, Kentucky. So tell like it's kind of interesting with you guys' schools down here because they're all like what county based. Yes. They're, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, it took me a while, and we'll come back to this part. But junior high kids can play high school sports, which is was the most wild thing. But how often does that happen? Though? Like a good amount. Really? Yeah. Like eighth graders play up. Um, I know for a fact that we have seventh graders who play on the JV soccer team at the high school. They can play JV. They can't play. They can't play varsity. We also don't have a middle school soccer team. Oh, uh, okay. Once they get to high school, then they can play varsity. But yeah, yeah. middle school. But there's uh, probably two girls on two? the seventh grade team that might are going to get good varsity time at the high school this year. Seventh grade bas- soccer yeah. or basketball? Basketball. Dang. But they can, so they can. Because it's not. It's for some reason soccer is a contact sport. Basketball is not. So soccer and football, they cannot play at the varsity level. But everything else they can because so and two seventh grade girls are gonna play varsity basketball. Uh, at least two full dress varsity. Yeah, that's probably more bonkers. Yeah. P.S. Lula was named after King Louis the Sixteenth of France. It was founded in seventeen seventy eight. It's an interesting little history there. Obviously, you yeah. know. Well, it's pretty deep. It's kind of deep, like for two years, I guess. Seventy six when it like. We officially became a country, right? Yeah, independent. Well, we didn't. Yeah, I mean, we declared independence. But then you, yeah, I mean, it was one of the first cities on this side of the Appalachians. So nothing really happened on this side of the Appalachians during the revolution. So, but but yeah, I know, and I have a couple. Probably one or I don't know. I might have a couple boys that are going to get some varsity. Like some, not varsity. They'll get some high school time. They'll play on like the JV team or something. Really? Or dress out. So can they do? Do the different seasons? No, same. So, girls basketball is different season. So girls basketball for middle school is done right now. Okay. High school is like just getting started. Just kind of like in Illinois. But volleyball's different seasons. Because um, I had a couple eighth graders who played varsity at the high school. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if it's just because the high school's bad. Or what? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's going right now, but we have two high schools that we're going to. I think I, I think I remember that from the one person I did know from down here. Like, they played up when they were in junior high, and I was yeah. like, that's so strange. Yeah, Casey was uh, five, maybe six-year varsity softball player. That's nuts. Yeah. be wild to think about what it would be like if it was like that in Illinois. Yeah. You could have some dominant teams, though. Yeah. Especially considering, like, different seasons. Well, it would be like you'd have dynasties. Like yeah. you truly have dynasties because you have a kid who's like good as shit in eighth grade. Yeah. And then they start working all the way up and like. Well, yeah, and with junior high being different seasons in Illinois, like junior high is in the fall and then high school is in the spring, so you could do like you could have them twice in the same year. Yeah. Which baseball here is all in the spring, baseball and softball. Yeah, that's probably how they justify doing it like that. Yeah, but so <clears throat> yeah, so basketball. What it is is like if they have if we have practice or something, mm-hmm. there's a high school game and they want them. They can let it go. Oh, really? Yeah. But if there's my high school athletic director, he's a good dude, and he's like, he said, if there's, a, if I have a game and my school has a game, they come to me. They go to middle school because they're in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool because like, I wonder how he'd feel about that if he had an eighth grader that was like his starting point guard. And yeah. He was like, I don't know, dropping ten dimes a game. But if they came to me and were like, hey, this is what we're doing, I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. So I, I, gotta, I gotta make sure I get a paycheck <laughs> too. Yeah, I'm getting paid. I'm not getting fired because you're taking my guys. Yeah. 
That's interesting. But it's also going to be frustrating because if I kind of practice, you know, because they might have games four nights a week. If I have two, if yeah. I have two games and then they have two high school games, they might not get practice in. Sometimes, especially, I think that's the problem. I think with like AAU and stuff is there's just too many games. There's not enough practices, and that's the thing. Like people, especially in the young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one thing I think that we benefited a lot from growing up was we did get a lot more practices, even with our select teams. Like I know the teams I played on, like we still practiced a couple times a week. We played a lot of games, but we played mostly on weekends. And then we played like league during the week, so we were able to get, you know. Well, if you think about like baseball, you're gonna get. At most, you figure, let's take that four times. You're gonna see maybe thirty pitches. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas, like, <clears throat> and you might not get a ball hit to you the entire game. Yeah, you might have zero do zero fielding. You might not get a base work in any running, any scenarios. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but then, if you're in practice, like you're gonna get bit like a lot of oh, swings. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna get yeah. good swings. You're gonna get. Gonna work on those feelings, you know. You're gonna do scenarios. You're gonna do different situations. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's what gets you ready for the game. Whereas in like basketball, like you're if you're playing, you're gonna be getting those scenarios regardless. Like, and that the amount of times I tried to like not get involved in games when I was playing, <laughs> <laughs> just because the basketball is not my thing. But, but you can't work on the like the fundamental aspect. <clears throat> yeah, like if you're a horrible shooter, you're not gonna get any better by playing games. No, but shooters shoot, baby. Yeah, they do. Oh, trust <laughs> me, I know. Shooters shoot and don't follow their shot. Because if you follow your shot, you're assuming you're in a miss. That's what I was always told. I never followed my shot. Too much work. Too much. Follow your damn shot. Too much rebound. Too much work. Not when I shoot, Dad. It's a make. We get back on defense. When I shoot, I'm going back the other way so I can play defense because somebody else got the air ball and they're running running the court. I I was trash. I was the only thing I was decent at in basketball was getting rebounds because I would just throw my weight inside and just hit people. I was not a good rebounder. Yeah, it's surprising you're six foot five. Fucking... I was 160 pounds. Okay. My senior year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of getting pushed around. Yeah. Yeah, you were probably getting pushed around with guys like my size. I was. All those farm boys. Dude, when we, when we played intramurals in college, uh, our team was like pretty decent. But we had a guy that was like six five, and he was like pretty much built like you. A little more gangly, less athletic. And uh, shut up. And <laughs> he would stand on the three-point line. You would just go back and forth. And I was like, Wilson, go in the paint and get a rebound. He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, dude. I was like, I should not be getting 15 rebounds a night. I said, first of all, you shouldn't be missing this much. He's also the same guy that hit me in the head with a golf ball one time. So, And he played college golf. He's the guy that hit two home ones. I was telling you about him the other day. The last time I played with him, he hit me in the head with a golf ball. He did buy me Mexican afterwards, so it's all right. Yeah. When in doubt, mark it out. Mark it out. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I guess I'll say a little bit about my role. We'll transition a little bit. Uh, so I am the head high school softball coach at Redbud High School, uh, Jacob's alma mater. And I'm currently the assistant uh, coach for the junior high softball team. But there's possibility where I might be taking over both head coaching roles, so we'll see where that goes. Um, have the guy that was the head coach last year kind of step into my assistant role like he is at the high school level. Um, so we kind of – I mean, nothing would really change. It's kind of going to stay the same as it was last year. But, um, he's just getting older. Yeah, he's getting older, and I think he wants to have less on his plate so he can go do more things and not have that responsibility of, like, 
having to handle everything. That's a really good shot. By accident. It took a hell of a roll. Those inches from being in the sand. Wow. He's happy. He don't know it yet. No. But, yeah, so uh, next year is going to be an interesting year because I'll have hopefully two full seasons. Um, obviously, last year's softball season got cut super short. Um, we got up to our first game, and then we got canceled. <laughs> so the first game was supposed to be on, like, a Tuesday, and I think our last day in school was, like, a Monday, right? Yeah, yeah, because I was here. I was in Kentucky, and we found out that Friday. We had, like, yeah. a half day. We found out that Friday, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're – we're gonna come back on Monday, and I knew Friday I was leaving to come yeah. back for the weekend. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, I literally have to come back Monday just <laughs> yeah. for Monday to do because because Friday we had our we had like we had a practice Friday afternoon because I was trying to keep things as like normal as possible because there were at that point it was still supposed to be like a two week shutdown, um, but then obviously that changed. Um, but you had told all the girls that you were coming back, and so then I've got like crying messes yeah, at, i got I crying that. messes at practice on that friday I, no that was that monday i told him that monday. oh was it monday yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i had a because we had an because they're like what's the meeting about and i'm like oh yeah because they asked me during the sure day not, sure and not. i was like i don't know i knew but i wasn't gonna say yeah. anything yeah, yeah that was the same day that was tough then we had one last practice on that monday and then we just played like a game inside played wall ball for those of you that know what wall ball is um but yeah that was a. Uh, my God, Tiger! Please get in the hole. Please get in the hole. Please. Get... Oh, wait, that was for Eagle. He was coming back. That would have been. Over a... <laughs> 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 ten. <laughs> Don't even look at this. Just hit it in, please. He's like, oh, one-handed putt. Wow. Saucy. Wow. But didn't he get in trouble? Like, this is like 10, 12 years ago. For like, maybe it wasn't him, but somebody like went to putt and they didn't have two feet on the ground. They like lifted one foot up. And they tapped it in. I'm pretty sure like they got really, like a penalty or something. That's so it. stupid. Who was it? Was it Dustin Johnson a couple years ago who got in, uh, who he like won, and then he ended up losing. He had to go to a, a tiebreaker. Yeah. Because he grounded his club. Yeah. But it wasn't in the sand. It was in like just a, a patch of grass that was shitty. Yeah. And he like grounded his club, but it was on like dirt, and so they counted that as like a, a trap, and so he lost. He like got a stroke penalty. Dumb. So yeah, that was a. Uh... Softball last year was an interesting season. We did get to have a full junior high season this spring, which is actually pretty cool. Fall. Um, or yeah, fall. Um, we did get to have a fall season. I think we played a couple less games than we normally would. Um, I think we finished eight and five. Um, but we actually, I mean, we improved quite a bit. There's a lot of there's a lot of talent in that junior high level right now. So hopefully that kind of transitions up as they get older. Hopefully having me and you know, Tony is the coaches for the next couple of years. Helps them. Long time. He knows. He knows what he's doing. He's just. I think he's just getting like. Yeah, he's getting old. Getting older and not wanting to do it as much anymore. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. He's retired. He should be able to do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> yeah, lives on a golf course. I don't blame him for yeah. wanting to. Not having to worry about a bunch of girls just whining about stupid shit all the time. It does happen. I will say that. But yeah, and so and we had the whole season at the high school this fall, and because of uh, like, watch this shot. So close to the sand. Wow. Yeah, so we had the whole season at the high school because we were they were working on the junior high fields. So we got to actually use the high school field, but next year it'll be all at the junior high because yeah. they redid all the fields. Yeah. So they rebuilt they built a new baseball field 
and they redid the softball field in some capacity. So what do you do with the old baseball field? <clears throat> I think they're gonna just probably fill it in. They'll probably tear the dugouts down. Maybe they'll leave it for PE and stuff. I mean, that would be the smart thing to do. They built those dugouts less than five years ago. Because when, when I was in school, <laughs> we saw bench plastic benches with no backs. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it was just plastic benches, no backs. And so literally, like parents are like three feet behind me. <laughs> hey, mom. Why are you swinging to that shit, Jacob? <laughs> try to try to plant sunflower seeds in the dirt. Did yeah, you? I was like sixth grade. So I was like my spikes. So I was just digging this, a hole. This explains your baseball <laughs> career. <laughs> this is why you were ahead of the foul ball duty when you got to high school. Oh yeah, it was. I just dug a hole. I just planted <laughs> some. I got some water. Just like planted it. That's awesome. No flowers. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing happened. You just kept watering it. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about like. Playing? Go for it. I'll let you lead. Um, so like playing history, like I played it. I played at Illinois College, which is up in Jacksonville. Uh, played there for four years. Um, played baseball, obviously. If you didn't know that, um, played baseball for four years. Played infield my freshman year. Um, my sophomore year, I like DH'd and played a little infield, and then like some outfield towards the end of my sophomore year. And then junior year when I came in, I played center field pretty much every game. I think I played center field like 31 and 32 games. Maybe played right field once or left field once. I think I played left field once. I think I came in uh, in Florida when a kid got hurt because I was supposed to get that, that game off. And then uh, my ju- my senior year, I ended up playing – I moved from center to right, and I played right field for it. Uh, Almost all the games. I think I played first base a couple times, uh, which first base is probably my favorite spot to play on the field. But um, I'm not sure what like my career batting average and everything was, but I think I hit over 300 in college, which is nothing crazy, but oh, decent. At least I can say that. Um, not a big power guy, but I'm get, I got a little bit stronger since uh, <laughs> since college. But I didn't really know how to lift like. I didn't really know how to how to approach the weight room. I didn't know how to how to write a program, how to follow a program. Nobody like taught us anything. And our our coach, for all of his great qualities, one of his weaknesses was like knowing things to do to get you better outside of baseball practice. Right? Like you can do a lot of drills, you can do a lot of things at practice, but if you're not lifting <clears throat> and you're not learning outside of the field, like you're not going to be super successful. Yeah. So. That was kind of a, a learning curve that I kind of figured out towards the end of college. I want to say like my junior and senior year, I started lifting more, um, kind of watching what I ate um, and so on. But, but yeah, that was kind of like how I approached it, um, kind of what I did in college, what I played. I didn't play any other sports, just baseball. Um, so, yeah. How about you, big dog? Yeah. I just think it's so different in college. Like that's the thing a lot of people don't understand. <clears throat> is the impact that one like in college everybody's good yeah like even the bad teams like they have good players on them you know it's not just like, let me get you let me get you like right on that because there were a couple years where we were not good at all like we were bad we had bad baseball teams but we ended up like we ended up getting better as the years went on like my junior senior year we were my junior year we were pretty under under par but my senior year we uh we were really good we just 
had some bad games, and that kind of cost us. But you're right, like even the bad teams, like if they're gonna have either a good pitcher, they're gonna have a couple good hitters. Like you can't take anybody for granted, really. That's what a lot of people I don't think realize. Like what's that? People just assume. Yeah. Like, oh, I was really good then. Like, I'm really good in high school. Well, no, yeah. Everybody. So a lot of people are good in high school. Everybody Everybody college. Talented, like, yeah. <clears throat> but um, I played basketball at Millican University. Um, Which is? Decatur, Illinois. Division three, CCIW. Oh, God. Um, I had, like, a weird career. Kind of how it worked out. So my freshman year early on, I was, like, expected to be a JV player. There's a couple guys that like dress varsity especially. Did you go did you go in thinking you were gonna be a JV player? No. no you went in expecting to be like varsity. varsity. Not even a varsity starter, but a varsity player. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kinda gave us that like he was when he recruited you? He was yeah. a salesman for sure. Which is frustrating as hell. But um <clears throat> he actually told me like early on. So I ended up starting one game of varsity my freshman year, which was kinda cool. Like to be expected to kind of be at the bottom. Yeah. I got to dress the first first varsity tournament. I didn't really play. Like maybe a minute like in a two game tournament. Really? Like, yeah. But then I kind of worked my way up and I ended up starting a game. Um, but I played in 12 out of the 25. So like that kind of, but I started one. <clears throat> Your freshman year? Mm-hmm. You played 12 out of 25? Yeah, that's pretty good. Games, yeah. Like I said, got in them, I should say. Uh, then my sophomore year, like at the end of my freshman year, my coach was like, we were playing Illinois Wesleyan. They were like number six in the country at the time. And they were supposed to be our rival, but we, they just kick their ass all the time. Wasn't good. <clears throat> yeah, they're really good. That gym, I think, is hard to shoot. Shirk in, Center too. is so hard to shoot. I shot horribly in there. Yeah, all the that time. perception's terrible. Yes, because yeah. uh, it's like a bowl. There's yeah. like fans all around, but it's like the hoop. The behind the hoop is there's a lot of room, right? Yeah, but essentially where the hoop is at, yeah. like the back of the hoop, or what it was, but the hoops just felt like they were deeper into the crowd. Yeah, it was obviously they're not. Yeah, but I I went there for a junior high state tournament game. To watch, and I thought the same thing. I yeah. was like, "Man, I could not shoot." Feels deeper. It's weird. And it's we, cool. our cool team, arena. got blasted. They <laughs> sucked. They could not make a shot. Yeah, it's it's tough. But he he told me that day because I was gonna dress for our super shooter. He's like, "Hey, just so you know, they have a senior who's sixth man, and they're the sixth team in the country. So you know, don't get discouraged." In my head, I was like, basically, he's saying, "Hey, you're gonna be a JV player for because he said that for, he was a JV player for three years, and now he's a sixth man on varsity." I'm like, that was so like demoralizing. Like, oh yeah, what's your problem? That's man? a dick. That's like, a dick what, comment. What are you saying? Yeah. And so I actually worked my ass off, and then my sophomore season, I started 19 of 22 games. Do you think though that that was like, do you think that was him trying to get you to, like he thought there was more in you and no. was trying to motivate you? Think no, he was just being I an ass? My ass off. He was just a dick. But do you think he was trying to get you to? I think he wanted me to just stay. Like he wanted me to buy into like being, being a there, JV being guy. a JV guy, yeah. and working hard, and like eventually getting varsity, like. Yeah. And that's what he did. Like on JV, I probably averaged twenty a game. Really? Yeah. Like air buckets. No rebounds. But we were good too. No like rebounds. our JV team was Tony Flaccus. Yeah. He was that Parker. Like we were just good. Like his Parker we, played JV. Mm-hmm, freshman year, we all did. But we just worked well together. Yeah. You know, um, then my sophomore year, I started nineteen out of twenty-two games, and I didn't play three, and that's because like we played twenty-five total. Yeah. So I played twenty-two games because three I was out with a concussion. I got jacked up. I head butted. Headbutted you right in the mouth. Not going for a rebound. No, it was a one-on-one drill. Yeah. And I was like this, and he went up and under, but I didn't go up. And so he went like this, and he ducked his head down. He's six seven, dude from East St. Louis. Pop right in the head. Dang. Dropped. Dropped. I was just yeah. not. That's funny. It was bad. But 
Yeah, then my sophomore year, I averaged nine a game, nine points. Um, led the conference in free throw percentage. That's pretty good, though, as, as a sophomore. Like, yeah. Nine points a game. Like. Yeah. But then, so then I started 19 to 22. Then my, my junior year, I started 9 of 25. My minutes went from 24 a game to 16. We got a new coach. Like, uh, not, not a new head coach, but a new assistant. Who, and our assistants ran our whole programs. And, like, he just didn't like how I played. So I went from 9 to 4.9 a game. Dang. But there was a while where I was – my three point, let's see, my three point percentage that year was forty four percent. Yeah. And my at one point I was uh, top ten in the country, like early on in the year, like the first half of the season, I was top ten in the country at three point percentage. I was zooming. He came up to me, the assistant guy who ran all the programs, like, "Keith, man, he's like, you're top ten in the country at three point percentage. We gotta get you more minutes." Yeah. Yeah. You didn't tell I me. Guess. You didn't tell me something I don't know. Yeah. And it pissed me off. We played at uh, Webster, and they ran a two three zone. Yeah. And their their baseline. Threes were wide open. And he just kept putting these dudes in. And I was like, dude, put me in the game. Like, let me shoot. I can just stand there and shoot. Like, it's fine. I'm 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five. Six, five. They're not going to block it. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's, it's fine. No, didn't do it. But then it just got to the point where I hated it. Yeah. It was just so demoralizing. Like, to be to have a good suit sophomore year, work your ass off, everything go well. And then, and then him just be like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even like – and like you said, it wasn't even the head coach. It was no. like an assistant, which makes it even worse. And it wasn't because I wasn't working hard. Yeah. I didn't do anything different. I still busted my ass all the time. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. It is what it is. But So I didn't play my senior year, but I actually got to coach, which was cool. So I coached a middle school team. Oh, did you? Yeah, I coached a seventh grade middle school team, uh, Sangamon Valley. Middle okay. School. So there was an eighth grade there, and then me and Parker, actually, he didn't play senior either. Same really? Grade. He just hated it. See, I, I, had, I had heard of Parker because of IC being close to Winchester, so I knew who he was. And, like... Some people I knew were mutual friends with him, so and that surprised me. I didn't know they he didn't five. Play. Their team went to state. He got second state. His yeah, 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 high school. Yeah, they didn't have anybody. Six foot was their tallest player. Yeah, there was a couple kids from uh, IC that played the year after I graduated. I think I coached. They were from Winchester and they played on that team. Yeah, and they were friends with him. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, but it's just one of those things. It's like <clears throat> it's frustrating. If you work your ass off, like that's the thing for me, like that I try because of that reason too. I try to like aspire to do. If you're a player and you work your ass off for me, like that's gonna take a lot of precedent. Like that's that's one of the things I see yeah, no, more than I anything else. Agree. Like, I'm not gonna play some. You know, he, he came in one day and just he chucked a trash can in the locker room. I said, "You guys are all fucking selfish." I'm just like sitting on the bench, like, yeah. Like when you continue to play the same dudes who are gonna be selfish, like, what the hell do you think's gonna happen? Yeah. Like. Because when somebody gets in, they're going to try and get their yeah, shots. Yeah, they're going to get theirs. It's like, this is what it's about. I mean, I just want to win. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, like, it was kind of similar, I guess, in regards in baseball, like, up until my junior year. Like, my freshman, sophomore year. My freshman year, I played, like, 14 games, and I had, like, almost 30 at-bats. And I didn't hit great, but, like, 14 out of 30-something games, like, and sometimes those weren't, like, starts. Those were, hey, you're coming in for an at-bat, like a yeah. pinch hit, and it's like, so there, I would go like a week between at bats, and it's like you can't get in a groove. And it's like, <laughs> like, and that's always been like the thing that bothers me the most is when coaches are like, "Oh, take advantage of that opportunity." It's like, yeah, I get that. Like, you should be ready to go at all times. Like, you should be prepared. But that doesn't mean like just because you don't get a hit doesn't mean you weren't prepared. Yeah, I mean you have a six pitch at bat that's a strikeout. That's gonna that's a successful at bat. Yeah, you're, you're at least seeing. The you're, ball. Yeah, you're working the count. You're yeah. doing stuff and like. And so that kind of always 
irked me. And that wasn't necessarily how Coach was, but, like, <clears throat> you can tell, like, if you look at stats, like, my stats got way better when I got more consistent time. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's going to happen. And, like, that was something that, like, if you had these expectations for me coming in, like, I was going to be a good, like, one of your key players, like, get me those at-bats. Yeah. Like, get me what I need. That's going to be the only way that you get successful. But Just consistency overall. Yeah, for sure. Like, no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, <clears throat> we played at Wheaton, and it was my junior year, and I maybe played five minutes. Yeah. And then he came, he called me in with 10 seconds to go to hit a three. I wasn't even, my head was not in the game at all. I was so pissed. Yeah. Well, you've been sitting on the bench for 20 minutes. He was playing a bunch of freshmen below me. I was just like, because we beat him by, I think we beat him by like 30 at our place. Really? And then they came, and then we're just, it's just so frustrating. And I was like, then we went to their place. He started to play a bunch of freshmen and brought a bunch of people up. And he put me in like literally 10 seconds ago. I caught it. I wasn't paying attention. I hit the side of the backboard. I wasn't paying attention. I, called, I was just not into it. <laughs> that should have so, been me. I would hit the side of the backboard yeah. while paying attention. I was just like so pissed off. And he's at the end of the locker room. He's like, Keith, you weren't really ready for that shot, were you? No. No. Not when I'm sitting on the bench for 35 minutes and you call me in for <laughs> at 39.50. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure looking back on it, you probably wish you would have been more. Yeah, hundred percent. But I because I know I can hit the shot. But as like a 20 year old or a 19 year old, like no, you know, it, yeah, you're not thinking that, no. and that's that's tough. I was 21 years old. I was like, I'm gonna get home and go get a drink. <laughs> like that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, like, huh. I was just like pissed. What are there any specials tonight? Yeah, yeah, no, there is. There's special special beers in my fridge. <laughs> that's what there was. <laughs> He wasn't drinking on campus. It was off campus. Off campus. At my house. I at, have. at my house. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. And that's why, like, as a coach, like, I've coached quite a few places in my 10 years I've been out of college now. Eight years. Eight years I've been out of college. I think I've coached every year since then. I've coached at almost every level. Like, I've coached junior high baseball, which – my our season that year was so bad we we won one game we won the last game of the year against my buddy's team from the same town we were from the same town but we were different schools yeah and we, where was this at oh fallon oh yeah i was i coached junior high junior high ball for one one fall and uh it was like fall of 14 no fall of 13 and uh the spring of 13 i had coached at ic like i graduated in 12 coached spring of 13 at ic and then moved home to teach and was coaching a seventh grade junior high team that was made up of mainly sixth graders. So I went from college athletes yeah. that are know how to handle themselves, know how to do drills, to no, what's expected of sixth grade boys that have maybe played three games of park baseball in their life. And we go out to games and we were just getting slaughtered. Like there were innings where we didn't even make outs. Like we didn't record an out. And the umpire was like making up stuff. Like he'd be like, pitcher, throw the ball to second base. Second like second base would drop it and then pick it up and then step on the base. He'd be like, runner missed second, he's out. Run doesn't count. It was like my God. Oh, it's miserable. And then we ended up winning the last game of the year. And you would have thought that we just won like game seven of the World Series. And like my buddy Dakota and I coached that coached that team together and we just would be like no, like, and it wasn't the kids' fault. Like, to be fair, like they to be fair, we to be fair, we taught them as much as we could, and just not many of them were 
were going to be baseball players. Like, nothing wrong with the kids. They were good kids. One of the kids actually is going to IC this coming year, this spring. He's a baseball player? Yeah. He played through high school. Um, I think he had a pretty decent high school career. I think he was, senior, he was a senior last year, so he's there right now. And he was he was supposed to be, like, the starting catcher last year for O'Fallon. Um, I mean, he's not like – He's not like a Division One guy, obviously, but he's good enough to play in college. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he was he was a good, he was a good catcher. He was a tough old dude, man. We were he and I went rounds because he he thought he was like he thought he knew what he was doing. But there was a couple times where like I put him in his place a little bit, and eventually he like kind of realized it and respected it. And then he stopped like he stopped mouthing off and he stopped acting up and he started working a lot harder. Yeah. And it was like, man, that's really cool to see that he like progressed through mm-hmm. through high school. And I didn't have any any interacting with him through high school because, yeah. you know, I was all over the place there. But I'm glad you said that though, because like that's one thing too that a lot of people think about is division like college sports. There's a massive, massive jump from division three to division one. Yep. Like I don't know if you played any D two or D one teams. We oh, played. Yeah. We played. Um, our JV team would play Division One JUCOs. Oh, really? Yeah, like they would pay us to come play there, hmm. and they're just the athleticism. And then we played uh, UIS, which is D two, and they beat us badly. I, mean, yeah. I think I had like fourteen and nine. We but... played, so we'd always play Eastern every year in baseball. Um, I loved playing. I loved going there and playing them though, because I liked playing against pitchers that threw a little harder. Um, Usually he would take a pretty big group, and then he would give like, um, he would give the starters like three innings, and then he would pull the starters, and he'd let like the freshmen, sophomores kind of get at bats. Um, but my junior year, I think I had two hits. Or no, senior year, I think I had two hits, or maybe I hit a double and scored a run. I think my junior year I got hit by a pitch in the elbow, <laughs> and it like it like hit right on the nerve, and my elbow sw- swelled up so bad that I couldn't even like extend it and uh i had to come out but um i like playing eastern we played western one year um we played u of i my junior year we lost to them by like two we think we i think we were down one nothing in the sixth or seventh really yeah now like a few years ago we actually beat uh i see actually beat eastern Milliken beat Illinois one year. Yeah. A couple years ago. In basketball? Baseball. Baseball? Not in basketball. I, don't know. I was like, what the hell? No. I think that's the thing, too, is like, there's definitely a difference in baseball. But in basketball, the athleticism. Oh. So, like, there's a, just a huge gap Yeah, there. because in baseball, like, you can you can time up 95. Yeah. You can time up 93. Eventually. Mm-hmm. But, like, in basketball, like, if you don't have the speed, if you don't have the the the, the jumping ability, Here's like. A, we had a kid who could have went, if he was taller, he'd have went to Division one, But, and he could have probably went D2. But he played with us. We played Illinois Springfield. It was eighty nine to forty nine. Got forty ball. Oof. By D two school. We were D three. I was the second leading scorer. He had fifteen. I had fourteen. I was two for eight. <laughs> Luckily, I had nine for eleven for the free throw line. <laughs> but I had fourteen points, nine boards, one block, two steals. Get out of here, Ralphie. Get out of here. They just. They just shat off on us. Just boredom. Just destroying us with boredom. We were tied 3 3 at one point. Oh. <laughs> we were tied 3 3 at one uh, point. Oh, 6 5. Let's go. Turn Oh, turn over by Jacob Keeker. Yeah. Rebound, Jacob Keeker. 
foul. I, I can't believe you got a rebound. That's a shocking, most at shocking nine. thing. 14 and 9, bro. God, here's 21 to 11. Not bad. Yeah, and then after, like, so after I coached a junior high team, then I coached in uh, North Dakota for a couple of years. And that was, a, that was, I think, probably where I learned the most about coaching. Because, like, I coached with the guy that I played for in college, and I learned a few things, mostly some things of, like, how to do things a little differently. Like, he was just an older coach, so it was kind of set in his ways about doing things a certain way. And uh, I was more like, hey, this thing, things aren't working. Let's try and change them. Let's do different things. And when I got to North Dakota, it was like I coached under a guy that played in the big leagues. Like, I coached under a guy that had been there for 30-something years at a college. And it's like they obviously have been doing something right. Yeah. You know, and then just like picking, like listening to him, the guy that played for the Phillies, like listen to him talk, like the, the knowledge that you learn about the game. Like there was, I had been playing baseball for 22, like 20 years. And I learned more like in that time period than I had in 20 years leading up to it. So it was like, I just learned a lot about that. And I hopefully carried that over to like what I do now. Obviously now it's softball, but it's still like similar, you know? But then, like, I coached a Legion team up there one summer, and uh, that was a super awesome experience. Like, they ran that thing like it was your job, and the kids buy into it. Yeah. But the kids know that that's the expectation. Like, if you want to play for this program, like, this is your summer. Your summer is going to be you work your ass off, you win games, we win a state tournament, we go to regionals, we go to the American Legion World Series. Like, the expectation is always the World Series. Winning a state title is nice. They've got like 29 of them. Winning a regional is super cool, but winning that World Series is yeah, like... that's the goal. Yeah, and they it's got like, second last year. That's like Rochester yeah. football. Yeah. Like they win... I think they won like four of the last... Four out of five state championships for yeah. 4A. They bumped up, bumped up to 5A and won again. Yeah. It's like... No matter. Expectations. Like, that's one thing that's tough too is having expectations of... We're gonna be successful, and you're gonna work your ass off and not go home. Yeah, and I'm okay with you going yeah, home. Yeah. It's nothing against you. Yeah. I don't think you're a bad person. Yeah, but you're just not cut Let's out. Let's not for... waste each other's time. Exactly. But now it seems like that's a hard thing to say to people because they get so offended by that, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, it's like they value their time way more than they value the team's time. Yeah, and it's like, man, that's not how it works. Like that's one thing. Like the guy that I coached with in Minnesota, he talked about like when he was with the Phillies and how it was like if you like. If stretch was at four, and you weren't there by three fifty, like you're wasting somebody's time. Yeah. And like he was saying, how like Chase Utley would be there at your locker, like not getting your face, but he'd like let you know, like, hey, like this is unacceptable. Like, yeah. you know, who's that again? The guy that I played with or coached with, uh, Chris Coast. He was a catcher for the Phillies in two thousand eight. Won a World Series with him. Backup catcher, I believe. I think he started game. One of the games in the World Series. But he he was, like, in the minors forever. Worked his way out of the minors. Like, dude's got, dude's got some wild-ass stories. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I got to coach with them for a year up in – two years up in uh, Minnesota. And went to Florida with them and got to, got to see – it was really cool because, like, the ways, ways we went to Florida were, like, around where spring training for the Phillies was. So there's lots of Phillies, like, fans, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, they recognize them. And he would – I remember one person, like, asked for a photo. And he was like, yeah, here, put my World Series ring on. Like, 
pulled his World Series ring out of his bag and like let this fan, random fan, wear it. Like, you know. Who's he coach for? He still coaches at Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. So, and he, I think he was, I think he coached for the Fargo Moorhead Redhawks last year, which is like the independent league team. That's him. Yep. That's old coaster. Good dude. Yeah, that's wild. Listen, listen, I learned a lot from what he said. Like, I just kind of listened. The knowledge on that coaching staff, though, that I was with was stupid because, like, Coast obviously played in the big leagues. Bucky, the, the guy that had been the head coach for 30 some years. Concordia? Yep. Bucky, the guy that had been the head coach for like 35, 36 years, like 36 years of college baseball. Like there's so much knowledge there. And then like the pitching coach was a guy named Mike Peschel and he uh, had played like in like independent ball amateur, like American association Mm -hmm. ball, like lefty could shove like that dude, that dude had some crazy ass pitching knowledge too. So I just got to sit back and listen Listen. and like we go to like, we went to Oh shoot! Where we go? We went on a couple trips. We went to Nebraska for like a weekend, and we went to Florida for a weekend, and like we went to Florida for a week, and just room with like room with Pesh, listening to Pesh, like because he and I would always share a room, like listening to him just tell me stories about like his time playing, you know, indie ball and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like, but see, you know, this is really big up there still. Is like amateur ball in the summer, so like these guys still play, like these grown men will still play Football? like yeah and it used to be like that kind of by red but no problem i had a team yeah it, it, montclair like montclair and stuff yeah. but this is like statewide yeah that's wild and they like they get like super super into it but, but yeah and then, and then i moved back and i coached in virginia for a couple of years and triopia and then down to redbud for softball so but i i like i mean i actually really enjoy coaching softball like i didn't know how i'd go over at first but mm-hmm. i think it I think I was the right person for that spot. I think oh, it, yeah. I don't think it... I'm upset. If I was going to not only want to be successful and want things to go well, but also care about the girls that they're, yeah. they're coaching for. And that, that's one thing that, for me, it was weird going from college to coaching middle school literally the following year. Yeah. It was the same thing as the expectations. You know, like you said, like it was like, I expect them to be able to do things right. And they were like, what? Like, how do you, I? You just get so pissed off, <laughs> you know? But then doing going to – and I didn't coach my first year out of college because uh, I was just teaching and it didn't work out. Then I got a junior high coaching job. And I had seventh and eighth grade boys all by myself. So I had like 24. I guess it was 24 boys. And then Oof. me. Um, but they worked their ass all the time. Yeah. Like I could rip into them. And but like, that was their – if that was their – like their expectation of themselves that – means a lot you yeah know? and their parents would even be like hey if you need to kick their ass kick their ass and they told me that and i'm like all right and i get just... like i could rip into them and they'd be like no just nod like they were like we're you're right we know yeah isn't that just the nicest thing when the parents yeah. get okay yeah. to like light their kids yeah. up and then getting the then some family stuff happening my grandma passing away and i moved back into red to live with my grandpa and i got the girls coaching job there it was a culture shock for sure yeah i was like there's so many just things different about everything yeah, you know how girls handle, you know, <clears throat> with boys, especially that first year, I can rip into them. Yeah, you know, and then the girls, I'm like, all right, some of them I can yell at, some of them are gonna like they just completely shut down, and it was just like that. That took a lot too, but that's a, that's a probably the, I'd say the biggest learning curve I've seen too is like it's got to be handled, it's got to be approached differently, but you can still get your point across. Yeah, which probably made me a better coach learning how to how communicate. to communicate. Yeah, what's well, like a stereotype too? 
Like yeah. you assume, like you assume, especially now because like guys are supposed to be tough and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's like you can rip into them, and yeah. they're supposed to be Gilbert. You're supposed to be tough. Let's go. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, now especially over the last like five ten years, we're starting to learn that like, you know, guys showing motion is fine. Yeah. Like you know, for a long time, it was like it's not, it's not yeah. cool. Don't show it. Don't, yeah. don't cry. Nothing. You know what I mean? Just keep it all in. And now look, over the last ten years, we're starting to do that. So it's kind of been one of those things as well. And I always pride myself on being there. Yeah. Boys, girls, no matter who That's I'm coaching, it, students. Same. Like, I had a player, actually, I guess at North Clay and at Redbud, I had a player whose, whose grandparent passed away. Mm-hmm. I, I made sure I went to the funeral. Yeah. You know, I went to the visitation. I popped in and I wanted to know that I was there yeah. for them because I care about them. You know, they're yeah. not, they're not a piece. You know, like, you know, I pride on being a family yeah. and caring about my players and, and all that stuff. And, oh, for sure. That's, I think that's what it's got to be. Like, that's the only way you get people to, to buy in and, like, follow what you're wanting like if they see that they matter to you then you're going to matter to them and they're gonna they're gonna go above and beyond to make you as happy as you can and make you you know like they want they want you to be proud of them it's the same thing yeah it's just like a it's like that you say like a father figure type thing but it is that way you want your parents to be proud of you yeah you know what i mean you want your coaches proud of your kids yeah Yeah, you know so it's it kind of goes both ways and that's kind of how it how it works out with that which is wild too sometimes yeah, you know, I agree. Uh, we got like six minutes left on this one. Uh, so one of the things I think we're going to throw in at the end of each podcast is like a quote of the week. And uh, this one I got from uh, Sons of Anarchy, which is probably my favorite show. It's really good. It's a great show. It's not, is it on anywhere anymore? It's on Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, I'm Marshall? like, no, I have to add, I mean, I have to add for Hulu. Yeah. Shout out Luke for the ad for Hulu. Rich boy. Shout out Luke from the Hulu. Shout out, um, uh, hey Logan, buy me expensive Hulu. Send it to Disney Plus version. <laughs> so the quote that that I pulled from there is something from like an early season, uh, and it says, "Most human beings only think they want freedom. In truth, they yearn for the bondage of social order, rigid laws, and materialism." I mean, that's just a super, super accurate quote because we hear a lot of people, especially nowadays, talking about how like, oh you know, I want to be free. I don't want to have, you know, I don't want people, people know what I'm doing. I don't want the government to know about my life and like all this stuff. And it's like, but really you're still addicted to your phone. You're still addicted to like your social media. Like you still want to buy nice things. You want yeah. to have, it's like, you just want money. And like, that's like, I think the quote is talking about like, you know, we think people think that they want this freedom, but they don't really realize how much sacrifice you have to make to have yeah. that freedom. Well, it's like, <clears throat> We were in church last week, and I kind of agreed with it. I kind of didn't, but he's like, you know, everybody always says, I need to love myself before I can love other people. And he's like, it's not true. He's like, you need to find ways to be better to other people and love them and care about them, and that's going to allow you to care about yourself more. It's going to make you feel better when you see somebody feeling good about themselves because of something you – Yeah, because I'm just walking around. It's like, oh, fuck you. I don't care about you. I care about my – I'm learning about myself. Yeah. No. Like, you were like, I'm trying to find myself. Yeah. Like, bro, you can find yourself by helping other people out. Yeah. Like, man, I'm telling you, right? You, like, you, I've gone through some tough times in life, but I'll tell you what makes you feel a lot better is when you help somebody else. Like, when you, you know, help somebody move or help somebody, like, you know, something that means something to yeah. them. Like, just a phone call sometimes. Yeah. Just like getting a phone call from somebody and then be like, hey, man, I had a shitty day or yeah. what, what happened? Yeah. And just it's starting it and then ending, like, just laughing and joking, shooting yeah. shit. It's like, yeah you get you get those things off your chest you get those that weight that you're carrying off of you like i think that just 
kind of boost your morale and then you do start feeling better about yourself and you're like, Oh look, I can, like, I, I am a good person. I can like, I am worthy yeah. of, you know, this feeling and like, yeah. cause sometimes you like, sometimes you just feel like a piece of shit. You're like, yeah. How do I, how do I feel better? It's like, well, start by helping somebody else out. You feel like you got punched in the stomach. Yeah. Like bad seafood. Like you just feel bad like seafood. You just, you just yeah, that's why it. I avoid seafood. Yeah. I love seafood. <laughs> Feels like I had that chili last night. <laughs> Punched in the gut. That was good though. Dude, that's that was. I just, I just think sometimes people just overthink things. Like you just sometimes you just need to take a step back and relax, like, and just di- like digest what's going on in the world and just kind of take a chill yeah. pill. And um, you know, and I actually talked to um, Casey about it the other day, and I brought it up at school actually on Friday. Uh, it's control the controllable. Oh yeah, that's I. Dude, that's a big you thing for I mean? me, like, especially in sports. There's like, so many things right now you cannot control. You can't control COVID. You can't control who wins the presidency. No. Like, you have one vote. You don't have millions of votes. You have one. Yeah. Like, your one vote. And then it'd be super cool if it was a tie. And then there was one person who didn't vote. <laughs> and they got in there. Like, like, I think that's a swing vote or something like that. With, like, Kevin Costner. But it's just one of those things. It's. It, yeah, I think that's a great, like, control the control. Control the control. Because, like, you can't, imp- like, you can't affect what anybody else does or says either about you or about anyone else. All you can impact is what you do about yourself. And like wearing a mask, yeah. Like, I can wear a mask. I can't make everybody else fucking do it, but yeah, I can wear one. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, it's you know being pos- like trying to be positive, being there for people. You know, I try to call my grandparents my every yeah. at least once a week. I call my parents multiple times a week just to chat with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, you know, me and, me and Casey put our phones away whenever we're both home in the evening. That way we can just interact. Talk yeah, and yeah. Interact. That's huge, man. It does get away from the social order too, because like there's social order and then there's social media. I think there is a difference. Oh, no, you know, for sure. Understanding what's going on in the world and it's understanding what. And what they want you to think is and being world. addicted to it yeah. like people get addicted to that drama they get addicted to that feeling of like the anxiety of like oh what's gonna be next and like i think that's a huge problem is that these kids like especially the ones we teach man that's all they that's all they do they feed off that and then like it carries over like man we, I mean, when i was in school like weekends were like all right it's the weekend i'm gonna get a fresh start on everything monday and now i feel like shit just boils over, over from the weekend off. and it's like Every weekend, it's like, oh, this happened this weekend. So and so said this yeah. about somebody. It's like, man, just put your fucking phones down. That's that's what schools okay age where I'm at now. Where you teach it out, they can't have their phones. Really? Like if they go with their phone, immediate detention, like watch detention. Damn. So like they just can't have them out. Dude, I think kids in everywood have a stroke. They would. Yeah. But there that's be- what I told them about the first, like when I first started last year. I was like, the school I was just at, like if you had your phone out, it was taken. The third time I got taken, it was gone for the year. Yeah. It's like, and they're like, what? Like, they can't do that. I'm like, yeah, they fucking can because you signed a technology waiver when you yeah. sign up for school. And they were like, well, I'll just get a new phone. I'm like, that's not the point. The point is, like, it. you don't need to mm-hmm. have this thing attached to your hand. No. And I'm guilty of it, too. Like, my screen oh, time yeah. is way too high. But, like, I at least try to be conscious of it. And, like, we can sit here. We can sit here. We've had a conversation for almost an hour, and we haven't been on our phones. And my yeah. phone is behind me on the counter. And mine's been charging, there. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those things. And it's. You know, you walk down the hallway in Redmond and just watch how many eyes you don't see. Dude, straight yeah, I, every time I see it, I just say, hey, eyes up, you're going to run into a door. Yeah. And what? What? Yeah. You but, start doing that. Just put hard shit in the way. Just walk, I'll walk just walk it. with two by fours out <laughs> in my arms. So, all right. I think that's going to be it. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the first episode of the Coach's Corner. Hopefully, uh, somebody actually listened. It's not uh, not going to be all <laughs> not going to be all stuff about coaching, but uh, that's kind of where we're going to start with things, and then we're going to go from there. So, uh like we said earlier, body armor, under armor. Uh, all the armors. All the armors. All of the armors. Any armor out there. Yeah. Uh, Is there an armory? <laughs> armory. What's that? So, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Peace. See you later.